Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hi, this is Delisa Milton Jones, and you're listening to Dishing and Splitting. Hi, everybody. It's David Siegel, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to another Dishon and Swishin podcast. We've got a tournament of games coming up in Connecticut Tuesday and Wednesday featuring the Los Angeles Sparks, New York Liberty, the host Connecticut Sun, and the Chicago Sky. And accordingly, it is a pleasure to welcome, for the first time to the Dishon and Swishin podcast, the general manager and head coach of the Chicago Sky, Amber Stocks. Coach, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for taking time for us, and I know how busy training camp is. So so let's go back to uh, the the whole situation at the beginning of uh, when you first were hired. You know, you put in the time. You were with Brian for a couple of years as his assistant. You, you've been assistant coaches. You've done television. But a coach and a general manager for the first head job in the WNBA – is that did you want it in that combination? Did you want to just be a head coach to begin with, and then they offered you this, and you couldn't say no, or was it something that you really wanted to have the control of being the GM at the same time? Well, it's kind of like when I go to the pool, I like to just jump in the twelve feet, you know, just <laughs> jump right in, and you know, take what comes, and roll up your sleeves and just get to work. Um, the the Titles don't really, um, it, it doesn't come into play on a day-to-day basis. There's just certain roles and responsibilities that all coaches across the country have to do and handle. And, you know, um, in this profession, you always have dual roles. You're always a coach plus something else. And in this instance, it just so happens um, to be coach and general manager um, but you know, every every coach and every GM across the country is 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 burning the midnight oil and, and working really hard. Well, right away, what happens is you get you get caught up in trying to make the personnel decisions as well. And, try, and, and now, when you can't, you come in, and then immediately the stuff goes on with Elena uh, wanting to move to Washington. And, and you, you kind of got thrown right into the, the as you like to as you just said, the deep end of the pool. It doesn't get much deeper than that. Uh, but it seemed like uh, the best of all possible circumstances, considering uh, the way that it works with WNBA players and their demands. Sometimes it seems like the sky really was able to to get about as good a possible deal as was uh, out there at the time bringing in the draft pick and Dolson and Copper, two young, talented players. You know, that that's that's some really good stuff for a first-time GM. We are very excited to have Stephanie Dolson, Kalia Copper, and Elena Coates on our roster. Those three young ladies are very talented players. They're great professionals. They're team players, good leaders. And, you know, not, not only – does the team benefit and our team chemistry benefit, but the franchise and the community of Chicago benefits from having those ladies as well. Well, Stephanie is one of my favorites going back to her freshman year. I think, I think maybe my first year covering UConn was her freshman year. And she is just one of those people that has a dynamic personality and is just gives you all of her 
everything on and off the court. You, you don't have much to hide when, you, when you're dealing with Stephanie Dolson. It's all out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's great. And uh, she's a comedian. You know, we, uh, we love having her around. She keeps us laughing. Um, she, she keeps practice um, competitive and intense and, and light and fun at the same time. Well, now, you look at the post, and you've got Stephanie there. Now, Stephanie did play some four, even going back at UConn, going back with Kia Stokes at the same time. And you have another exciting young post, of course, and Imani Boyette, who is just, you know, a rim protector, you know, shot alterer extreme. So, you know, should we be looking forward to seeing the two of them on the court together a lot this year? Yes. We all should be looking forward to that. They, um, they're versatile players. And Amani, um, you mentioned the way she can play around the rim and the impact of the game she has there, but she impacts the game um, in other areas as well. She's a nice passer, and she sees the floor well. She sets nice, solid screens. And Amani has range. Expect her to, to not only be active around the rim, but expect Amani to to help our team and make the defense have to rotate by being a threat on the perimeter facing the basket as well. And when you have two posts that have such great hands, passing ability, and the ability to show some range, that's certainly going to open things up down low. You know where you've had some great talent in, in Breland, and now you brought in Hampton and Parker is back. I mean, you, you've got some real banging fours in there too. Uh, so I know that that's going to help them having the post that can step outside. Uh, you know, and the other thing is, you know, you look at some of the the guards that this group has. You've got Cappy, of course, coming back, and Quigley, and Vandersloot. Uh, whenever they get in into camp from their Euro uh, excursions, you know that and, and Faulkner too. That's one of the more dynamic foursomes in the WNBA. So. That's something that you, I'm sure you're going to be leaning heavily on is their ability to make things happen from the guard position. Oh, yes. Our, our guard play is going to be great. Um, you know, you use the word dynamic, and that really describes our team to a T. Um, we have dynamic players with dynamic chemistry, and, you know, all of that plays into the type of culture that, that we are growing here at Chicago. Um, the perimeter players will attack, they'll space the floor, they'll play well together. You know, they'll expect them to, you know, just like, you know, all teams, you try to get um, different alignments of two-man action and three-man three action. And we have the, the depth of scoring from a variety of positions to really utilize those uh, two-man and three-man actions um, with several players on our roster. So it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting to get the ball moving, you know, moving around the perimeter and, and see what happens. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, last, the last two years in L.A., you, know, you were uh, responsible for a lot of the, for the posts. And uh, when you're dealing with Parker and Agumake and Lavender, and, you know, and you look at the development, especially in NECA over the last year, now granted, She's a special player, and she has a work ethic second to none. But coaching is always a part of that, too. So, you know, that's something that I'm sure you, you take a lot of pride in is the development and the success that that team had, especially their bigs, and look forward to, to continuing to use that here. 
Well, you hit the nail on the head when you said hard work. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's the players out there on the court working hard, getting in the gym early, taking care of their nutrition, taking care of their rest, um, doing things that they need to do in the weight room um, with their, their, their bodies and their mental and emotional states. That's what the pros are, are the pros that elevate their game in ways that our players here will and, and the ways you mentioned that, that NECA and um, Gentel and Candace did at L.A., that's what it's about. It's, it's the work that Amani's going to put in on a daily basis. It's the work that Stephanie and Elena will put in on a daily basis. That's where the true fruit um, comes into play. Coach, you know, i got to go back to draft day, and I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask the questions. You know, Coach, you know, the questions came up about the possible trades, and San Antonio seemed to be a bit confused as to what was going on there. I mean, obviously you draft Coach knowing that there's always the possibility that Coach is going to be your player, so I know that you wanted her and were happy with her. But was, in fact, there some deals that were supposedly – close to bearing fruit to, to move things around. And, you know, were, were you satisfied with the way the things came out from that? Because it, it seemed that San Antonio seemed to waffle on deals from what I heard. Well, you know, it's funny um, that you say that. It, there, there were a lot of things being out there being speculated. And our decision to draft Elena Coates, was because of Elena Coates. She's a hard worker. She's an extreme talent. She will be a productive um, player in this league for years to come. And, you know, hey, I'm walking through the grocery store. I see speculation, too, all the time. Are Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt really getting back together? I don't know. (laughs) But there's always speculation to a lot of things out there. But one thing that none of us have to speculate about is the fact that Elena Coates is a true, solid WNBA player. That there is no denying. She has the she has that body that's ready to ready to go inside and play. And you know, it's certainly better to have too many than too few when it comes to post, right? Exactly. And not only does she have the physical size, but she was tutored, coached, mentored by Don Staley. So whenever you have a player who is coached by Don Staley, you know, our new, you know, we're all proud that she's our new Olympic coach, you know you're going to have a hard worker. You know you're going to have someone committed to defense. You know you're going to have someone, uh, uh, an athlete who understands the game and is a highly intellectual player when they play the game. They play competitive and they play with poise and intellect as well. And that's, that's what we love about, about you know, all the South Carolina players and ours, especially Elena Cook. Well, there's no question that they did, certainly proved out that they knew what they were doing this year as three of them end up in the top ten picks this year. Uh, I'd like to, you know, regarding Coates, I know it's early and I know that it – but, I you know, again, just the question, when do you anticipate – is there a drop-dead date that you need to know when she's going to be available this year or you're going to have to suspend her for the season 
which I hate using that word, that we procedurally suspend her or, you know, for the year or what, is there a date that you need to know what you're going to do with her? Because you do, I looked at your roster and you certainly have more than 12 players that are WNBA worthy. You know, right now we're just taking it day by day with, Elena, and our main concern is for her to be healthy. So she's doing what she needs to do and taking care of of her body, um, and her being healthy right now is our primary concern. The other two I wanted to ask you about, then, is I wanted to ask you about your other rookies and how they're looking so far. You know, you drafted two really strong guards in uh, Jankoska, and also Epps, who I thought was real. I, I mean, I was surprised to see her available for you. Were you surprised to see her that lo- available that low in the draft too? You know, I was. That that was a very pleasant surprise. Must you be. Know, I expect. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I I was expecting um, a couple of surprises this draft, and the fact that we were able to acquire two of our, you know, top perimeter players um, was really exciting. And uh, and they're working hard. They're both playing well. Um, Michaela S. Is, is a player who I think over this last week has proven that she belongs here. And Tori Jankowska as well. They're taking hits and they're taking their, their lumps, you know, as all, you know, rookies do. And they're responding well. And regardless of, of draft status and regardless of things that happened weeks ago, which it now seems ancient, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> no, that was, it does. So now it's just about what happens on the court. And, you know, we expect every player to come in, work hard, and, you know, step up to the plate to earn their spot on this roster. Well, and the other thing, you know, you do have two players that are tremendous international stars in Courtney Vandersloot and Allie Quigley that are guards that will have commitments to playing in Europe uh, at some point during the summer to how long, for how long, for whatever the circumstances are. No one, I'm sure, is quite sure yet. But it's nice to at least have these two in camp to, to fill that those vacancies uh, to an extent, obviously, uh, right now, while those two are overseas still. Yes, yes. Having depth at every position is, is key to, to being successful in this league. It's a tough league to play in. And so we're going to, you know, try to equip ourselves as best we can with some depth. Well, you know, the, what do you, what do you look for when you go into a tournament like this this week with those other teams? You're playing back-to-back games. You know, you're playing against opponents. You now you've already had a, a scrimmage behind that was uh, sort of unmonitored, for lack of a better word, against Atlanta. But these are games, preseason games against you know playoff teams in New York and Los Angeles, and then in Connecticut is another young and up-and-coming team. We'll all be in camp. Uh, I, I forget exactly which games you play, but. Uh, yeah, what, what do you look for? What are you going to be looking for in your first games with uh, WNBA opponents that are doing the same thing you are? Well, we open up with Connecticut in in the um, 
when we get up there. And then the second game will be with New York. And at this point, there's two things that really stand out for our, our team that we are focusing on. And the first is defensively, our defensive principles. We're really going to make sure we're taking care of our closeouts and our boxouts, the basics, as well as applying our, our defensive scheme and getting some practice applying the scouts. Offensively, we're really going to focus on our patient execution. We want to have a good pace, but yet we want to make sure we're executing well. And, you know, sometimes when people use the word execution, they think, you know, a particular set of routes that they want the players to run. Well, we can execute transition well, and that's unscripted. Or we can execute, you know, some secondary looks or, you know, as I mentioned before, some two-man or three-man options, which are all unscripted. But even though it's unscripted, there's still a certain level of execution that we're going to be looking for. No question about it that, you know, the free flow of uh, a WNBA team that knows where they're going and what they're doing is a beauty to watch. And that's something that I'll be, you know, I know I'm looking forward to watching uh, when you guys come in. There's no question there. Uh, Coach, you know, when, when you talk, I'm going to give you a chance to just talk direct to your fans right now. I mean, you're new. The team is in obviously in a new direction uh, with the changes that have gone on, uh, both in front of the on the court, in front of the cameras, and behind the scenes. So, what would you want to tell your fans that they should uh, that they should be looking for, or that uh, your message to them right now? Well, the biggest thing that I want to uh, express to our fans is thank you. Our fans are great. Their support has been consistent, consistently energized, passionate. Um, we love the passion that they have. And our fans like to have fun. Our team likes to have fun. So this is a perfect combination for a really uh, successful season. And 2017 should bring a lot of fun to the city of Chicago. And not just because of the Cubs. Not not just, but hey, they they definitely are are getting us all off on the right foot. Absolutely. Well, coach, congratulations on, on everything again. You know, it's great to see uh, somebody that puts in the time and puts in all the hard work get rewarded with you know the type of job and the quality job that you deserve. So uh, it, it's great to see that, and you know, I wish you only the best and success this season. Thank you, David. I appreciate you. 